Welcome in to Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. It's going to be a pretty quick episode this week. All right. Cool. I'm glad you agree that that's a cool idea. So we're going to be running through the drafts that came out for chapter 77. I believe it's called Bardock, the father of Goku. Like, like what a fucking waste the last 45 days have been in terms of being a Dragon Ball fan. You guys want to run through these drafts? I fucking do a bunch, so I'm going to do it. But as I talked about last month, uh, pretty much knew what was going to happen in this chapter, I think. It's going to be a heck of a lot of, uh, hey, here's a flashback of this dude saving us, like Manito was able to express to us in the last uh, two or three panels of the last chapter. So, yeah, let me run down uh, these drafts, though, before I fucking lose my patience uh, on the official Dragon Ball website, dragon-ball-official.com. Want that shit in English? Put an E-N dot in front of the dragon. And then, boom. English. Anyway, uh, let's read this. Limited time sneak peek at Dragon Ball Super Chapter 77 storyboard. Word bird. So, the first panel they show us is just a bunch of Azarus going buck wild on a, a planet of, you know, unsuspecting Namekians and Cerulean's who until just a moment ago were cohabitating in complete peace. But, you know, those pesky Saiyans. Uh, I wanted to go through the website instead of just like uh, somebody's Twitter thread or whatever, just because um, they give, first of all, there there's more panels released than what you would just see on Twitter. Like people are just uh, kind of picking the most, um, you know, a substantial three or four in terms of information to be able to tweet about. But uh, there's a number of, of panels in here and they have nice little paragraphs that kind of tie them together that, uh, some fucking dude on Twitter is not going to give you the same commentary unless they do a copy and paste, which I typically don't see because they're translating some Japanese shit to English, which can always be wordy, which can always be wordy. Anyway, Zoro's fucking things up. Fuck these Namekians and Cerulean's. Uh, it says we're revealing Toyotaro's storyboard for the opening of Dragon Ball Super's newest chapter in V Jump for one week only. One week only. Like we don't do this every goddamn month. Uh, read on to get a sneak peek at chapter 77 which is set to be published in V-Jump Supersize December edition on Thursday, October 21st in Japan. I don't get how, like, the edition months work, but the fact that the December edition is coming out in October just doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't know. How does that work? Anyway, uh, next panel, Vegeta looking pretty roughed up. Chapter 76, just as Vegeta and Granola's epic battle was about to reach its nail-biting conclusion, Granola's adoptive father... Manito, I like that phrase. I think that phrase is what made me want to read this article. Granola's adoptive father, Manito, made his dramatic entrance. He went on to proclaim that when Planet Serial was under assault by the Frieza Force, it was none other than Goku's father, Bardock, who rescued Granola and Manito both. The mysteries shrouding the attack on Planet Serial will all be revealed in 77. Bardock, the father of Goku, check out its opening storyboard below. So that Vegeta thing I was talking about was uh, last month. Uh, all right, cool. So it's like a, I don't know, in the past, I guess. Looks like young Manito, except young Manito still looks very fucking old. I guess he's been an old Namekian for a long time, at least for the last 40 years. 
and he seems to be living in peace with like uh, the Cerulean's and some other Namekians, and they're like trading vegetables and shit. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'll look at this Cerulean. He's got a nice little water jug. He's gonna exchange for Manito's misshapen carrot. That sounded much worse than I meant it. Manito knows or notices rather uh, the full moon upon their planet, and he's very confused by it. I imagine a full moon's not a very common thing on Planet Serial at this point, but little does he know, a bunch of giant apes who uh, need this full moon to be able to fuck up their shit are about to embark on their planet. Oh, what do you know? Next panel. Boom, clash. Bloop it up. Bat, bat, smash. Lots of explosions. Manito running for his life. Minozaru's crushing shit. Frieza Force dropping down on their soldiers, it looks like. Actually, one of these soldiers doesn't necessarily look like he's saying. Actually, this one looks like he's got horns. Huh. That's an interesting little pull. Let me see. I'm going to zoom in a little bit here. Huh. Yeah, two, three of these dudes definitely do not look Saiyan. So it's cool to see that the Frieza... Well, cool. Is it cool in this context? I'm not sure. Uh, it is interesting to see that the Frieza Force is like... You know, the Saiyans are obviously the big enforcers for the Frieza Force at this point in time. Weird sentence. But it's cool to see that Frieza sends like his other minions to go along with the big wrecking crews that are the Saiyajins. Yep. What do you know? Giant monkeys fucking up some cities and stuff. And the rest of the Frieza scouts uh, rounding shit up, it looks like. So, like I uh, like we still have a few more panels to go through. But like I talked about last month, this, I imagine, will prove to be a prequel to what we know Bardock's story to be. When Bardock goes to planet Frieza again for the last time and decides, you know what, fuck this, and decides to stage, you know, or attempt to uh, stage a rebellion against Frieza. It doesn't go super well for him. And he ends up paying the price with his life. This is the thing that he, this is the mission or whatever that he was on before he went back and did that for free or did that to Frieza like a few days later. I bet this is what this flashback will prove to be. I imagine it'll tie into the fact that there's a small child involved and Bardock has a small child at home, his little boy Goku that he just wants the best for, but I don't know. That's what I imagine this will be, but I think it's interesting that in these panels, we're seeing that the Azarus are doing a bunch of the damage and fucking up cities and people are running for their lives. And then you have these, uh, a couple of panels where they're just Frieza force soldiers, just like standing around, like, you know, gathering up people from the villages into like a, a circle, basically that gives Bardock somebody to be able to stand up against on this uh, planet that isn't specifically his Saiyan brothers, because I don't know if it's the crew that he rolls with in the Bardock story. Like I, I, I'm hard pressed to envision a, uh, a situation where he's standing up to those guys to be like, yo, fuck you. I have a kid at home and I want to do better now all of a sudden today for no reason at all. Very poor writing. All right. I get that tying in Bardock is fun and fan service and all that, but you know, this is just the fan service before the shit storm. Mark my words. Uh, anyway, they round up this group of Namekians and Cerulean's, I guess, uh, all these Frieza Force soldiers, and it looks like they just fucking blow them up, dude. Like, kabam. Big old crater in the ground now where those people used to be. Manito is, you know, on the peripherals of this battle. Manito's uh, doing his best Vegeta, except opposite, by holding his right arm. 
and uh, staggering before Nozaru, like, I don't know, crushes a small group of people with a piece of a building. There is a pretty cool shot in here of one of the Ozaru Saiyans just like hanging off of the side of one of these major castle looking buildings, which is super dope. Jubidu, what's the name of the show? Yo, I said it. What the thing? Uh, so we don't necessarily see what happens to Monaito. And also, it doesn't help that the panels are all in Japanese. Oh, actually, you know what, dude? I got a translation of this. I should have fucking pulled this up. I'm, so, I'm dumb. I imagine what I'm about to read is going to state this as well, but. Just for sake of what we're doing here, going through the panels, Monaito meets the last Namekian uh, who made the Dragon Balls on his planet. And he's like, hey, dude, uh, yeah, I'm about to die, so you're the god of this planet now. And I'm entrusting you with the Dragon Balls. Kind of like how One for All works, I guess, in this case. No other choice but to give it to this dude. So that way the Dragon Balls and the Namekian lineage continue to live on planet Serial, something like that. But let's read the uh, paragraphs afterwards, because the next panel is just a big old Saiyan stepping on buildings, hanging off the side of some fucking pointy buildings that look, I don't know, pretty, pretty regal, like they would belong to a king or something. It says, the truth behind the horrific event that stained Granola's heart with the color of revenge awaits. Yo, read in. The English translations of Japanese fucking sentences for their English websites is so goddamn funny. You'll be able to read the rest of the chapter in V-Jump Supersize December edition. Be sure to grab a copy when it hits shelves later this month. Cool, 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 cool. So I guess what that means is I didn't get a firm uh, translation from this. I, you know, I'm almost a little annoyed. I started off talking about this website so positively in the beginning. Uh, and we will uh, just quickly, because I, I really want to get that. Um, want to get that translation for the Monaito thing. So let me just pull this up from some Dragon Ball Twitter guy that I, I'm not like comfortable endorsing, we'll say. Because sometimes he tweets some shitty things where I'm like, dude, stop being a fucking idiot, you know? Why are you tweeting this shit? Like fake movie posters and people are like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is the new movie. And he's like, ha ha ha, you retweeted it, but I didn't mean it. Anyway. Uh, I entrust these Dragon Balls to you, Manito. is this last big, he's not like quite the size of like Grand Kami Super Guru or anything like that, but uh, he is a, a very heavy set, Namekian we'll say, and he gives uh, Manito his little balls, little Dragon Balls, so uh, I did toss it out there to our Instagram followers a couple of days ago, yesterday maybe. Uh, any predictions for the chapter? I got a handful of answers back I'd wanted to read. Uh, because again, quick episode this week. Next week, we're going to have uh, a full in-depth chapter review for your dumbass. So let me grab these story reviews too. So a uh, few answers here. So uh, hopefully Bardock's backstory doesn't change for him drastically. I don't know if that's a prediction so much as it's a comment, but I agree with that. That's from uh, Oscar Vasquez, longtime fan of the show. He's been listening since pretty much day one. So, uh, Oscar, hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, let's not denigrate the character of Bardock any more than they already have uh, with things like uh, the Bardock special. Not the first Bardock special, but that second one where he, like, goes back in time and becomes the legendary Super Saiyan and fucks up Frieza's ancestor or whatever. Like, the fuck was that, man? 
I'm not really sure, but it sucked. I know that. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Minus, where it's not really a story, first of all. That's my thing with Dragon Ball Minus. It's not exactly a story about Bardock. It's just like the retelling of his last day or two on Planet Vegeta, which we already saw. And it changed a couple of things, like giving him a wife in Gine and making him a little bit more, you know, uh, soft-hearted and like, I don't know, liked his fucking kids. Cool. Glad you liked your kids, dude. Didn't think I needed an extra fucking manga B-side chapter off the backside of a Jocko book to be able to see you like your kids. But this is the route they've continuously chosen to go. So much to the point that it was the first 20 minutes of the Broly movie. We are Bardock inundated. The way I feel about Bardock tying into this arc right now is the same way I felt when they were like, Broly's going to be in the 2018 movie. I'm like, dude, we've had so much Broly. Granted, not at that point, you know, anytime in the, in the recent memory because Dragon Ball Z had been off for so long, but if there's anything we've had a decent chunk of in like modern Dragon Ball from like 20, I don't know, 2013, I think up, it's been Bardock. We didn't, we didn't need Bardock to tie into this. I don't think it's cool that he did, but it annoys me that this is going to be the chapter this month. It's just reliving this. And ultimately I, it's not going to be a big uh, impact. It's not going to have a huge impact on Goku going to be like he's going to be like uh something to the effect of like you knew my dad that's weird anyway i'm a saiyan from earth like my dad is uh, master roshi or fucking somebody else like it's he's going to be mostly unbothered by the fact that this dude knows bardock and it's more about you know granola needs to be able to forgive the saiyans and giving him the excuse that they were rescued by saiyans way back when is what's going to be his uh, the thing that'll hopefully help him realize that he needs to redeem himself by helping uh, Goku and Vegeta against the real villains, against the heaters, you know? It could have been any fucking Saiyan in the world. Didn't have to be Bardock. That's didn't have to be Bardock. That's for goddamn sure. But it is because fan service before the shitstorm. Okay? Uh, that's how I feel about them ruining Bardock's. Uh, anyway, that was one. Uh, Facebook, excuse me, that was one Instagram story response that I just ripped up. So uh, I'm with you, Oscar. I appreciate you, dude. And if you don't follow us on Instagram to give me this kind of fodder, you should, you piece of shit. At DB Super Dope, you fuck. Uh, predicting that Bardock probably was talked to by one of the Namekians. That comes from our friend, GB. Yeah, Bardock probably definitely talked to the to uh, one of the Namekians, uh, maybe like Manito, the one he rescued. Bet he talked to him. I don't know, man. I feel like Bardock's gonna be put in a position to rescue somebody because he becomes disgusted with somebody else's behavior. Those people, to me, are not likely to be other Saiyans. They're likely to be the Frieza Force fucking rounding people up into a circle and blasting them to death. And he's like, eh, that was not cool. That was uh, inhumane, you want to say. And that's what makes him say, fuck these Frieza Force fucks. Fuck these Frieza Force fucks. That's a lot of Fs. And, uh, I don't know, decide to hold out and rescue Manito and Granola when he can. And 
I don't know, kind of skirt the observations of the other stupid saying fucks. I don't know. Rayshon says invasion arc. Okay. What are we invading, dude? Because this thing that we're talking about was 40 years ago. Do you think they're going to like jump through a time portal and invade our current day? And make me have to deal with Bardock even more than I've had to deal with that fuck over the last eight years? Is that what you think? You guys are catching me on a really fun day. I've already recorded four podcasts today. Not for Superdove, obviously, but for a client. My voice kind of hurts. I went out and met up for a, uh, a couple of beers with a friend of mine after that. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, these, these leaks came out late last night. And I wanted to do it this morning, but oh my god, four podcasts today already. Oof, dude. Ugh, all right, I'll stop crying. Uh, David Cheers, all right, longtime supporter of the show. Dude gave enough of a shit to at least send me a DM. He says, I feel as if Granola is going to snap mentally. His whole life up until this point has been him hating the Saiyans and Frieza. And now he learns that his reason for living is thanks to a Saiyan. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know if he'll like snap mentally over it, but I, I, I hope that he'll like question where he stands on his revenge plot. You know what I'm saying? Like I equate it to, I equated it to Inigo Montoya a couple of weeks ago. Like after Inigo Montoya kills the six fingered man, he's like, fuck, what do I do now? My life has no purpose. I imagine Granola would have that same thing happen if he were to just, uh, off Vegeta and Goku all at once in the last couple of chapters, he'd be like, fuck, what do I do now? Wait out the clock on my ultimate power to die, probably. But I imagine learning this information about being rescued by a Saiyan will make him realize that they're not these inherently evil creatures who do nothing but destroy, and that these Goku and Vegeta guys who he's been sparring with over the last couple of hours are uh, not all the bluster and shit like they're speaking to him from like a genuine place of concern like yeah they're fucking martial artists and want to fucking beat this guy up if possible but them talking about him putting his power to like a better purpose in the case of Vegeta and Goku trying to convince him like hey dude we do not work for Frieza he's actually kind of a dick those things are I feel like those things were already planted early on in the arc to have this saying we were rescued by a saying revelation come in and be the final thing to sway him over to be like, you know what? Maybe they're not so bad. And you know, now I have to combine forces with them to be able to beat them, beat the heaters and gas or an elect or whatever the final combination turns out to be. So me and David are very much on the same page with that. So that more or less does it for the drafts this week. I imagine we're going to get a couple of more things before the chapter drops on Wednesday. We'll be recording, me and GB will be recording with uh, my friend Hayden. So Hayden does a podcast himself. Uh, it is called the Dokkan Wen podcast. And that's uh, obviously for all you Dragon Ball Dokkan players. I, I guess they nerd the fuck out on Dokkan pretty hard over there. Uh, me and GB were guests on his show a couple of weeks back. I believe the episode will be dropping in the next few days, but I'll post links and all that when it does drop, but it'll be me, GB, and Hayden breaking down Chapter 77. Um, before we wrap it up, uh, I did get a quick review in the last few weeks that I don't think I've read on the show. 
If I have read it on the show, no, I fucking haven't. Don't tell me I have. You're misremembering. Okay. Uh, it says, good podcast. Five stars. Uh, from Chicago, Mike V. I just found this podcast and I have really enjoyed it. That's the whole review. It's not fucking simple, people. It's all you have to do. Like, I know at least 50% of you probably have iPhones. And I know what the numbers are. It's just really annoying that you just won't help me out, dude. Leave a review. Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify and you follow us there and listen to podcasts there, I get it. That's where I listen to podcasts, too. But if I really like a podcast, I say, fuck it. I'm going to open up that trudge of an app called Apple Podcasts, that big purple fuck, and say, hey, search. I tap the search bar. Let me search. And then I have to remember how to spell. And I look up the person's podcast. And I give them five stars. Nice job. All right. Simple as that. Sometimes if I'm really trying to express my creativity, I'm like, this podcast means a lot because A, B, and C. Also, it's funny. Shit like that. Five stars. Nice job. Nice job, five stars. You can't do that for me? Links are in the show notes if you want to go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Superdope. Join the Discord. We're going to get back to watch along soon. I swear to God, it's just... Uh, Wednesdays seem to work better for other people in the community and they're, they're kind of a weird night for me to do things because I edit or try to go find a stage to fucking play on. So uh, anyway, appreciate you. Leave a review. You fuck. You dirty fuck. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Chapter 77 next week. Subscribe to the podcast. Okay. Cool. Won't you please subscribe to my podcast? All right, listen, I never fucking nail finishing lines like that as well as I just did. Never mind the fact that I weaved in a call to action. Now you're obligated. Won't you please go in and review my fuck? I just, I gotta go. Review the pod.